$100 million. That is what Warner Brothers spent in production for the Barbie movie. They could spend twice that amount marketing the movie, and it's not a Barbie commercial. One of the actors was quoted as saying, how the hell did they get Mattel to sign off on this? Because this is not the kind of movie that corporate overlords sign off on. Last week, they dropped the trailer and a poster generator that went viral. All of the social media hype got our attention and the attention of our Discord community, dumbmoney.tv slash Discord, if you want to be a part of that. A billion Barbie toys have been sold since 1959. It is the center of Mattel's universe, but its sales started to drop off over the past decades as kids moved from dolls and toys to spending all their time playing video games on their phones and tablets. Not surprisingly, Mattel's stock is down 60% in the past 10 years. Barbie will be the first movie ever built around one of Mattel's toy brands. And if it's successful, it could be a new trend for Mattel. There's a movie based on the Matchbox cars in development right now that is one of 14 different content projects in the works at Mattel. Today on Dumb Money, can the Barbie movie be exactly what this 64-year-old brand needs to make it culturally relevant again? And more importantly, will it help boost Mattel's stock price? You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live. Chris Jordan, here is what we know so far. This is not a kid's movie. It's not animated. It uh, it stars Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, an impressive supporting cast. It's uh, coming to theaters nationwide and worldwide July 21st. Mattel needs this to be a blockbuster. Uh, they hope that it sells a lot more toys. But the big question, is it going to move the needle for Mattel and Mattel stock? Dude, Dave, that that new intro, man. <laughs> you didn't tell us, give any warning on that, man. It's awesome. Yeah, I think it's just trying something new. Life. Just trying something new. Am I frozen? No, you're. Uh, well, yeah, you're a little bit frozen. Kinda. I heard. Are you frozen? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan is gone. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> 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 now he's. Yeah, he's really no, he's gone. Really, he, he he deleted himself. I, I didn't have control over that. All right. So, Chris, while we're waiting for Jordan to b- dial back in, what, do you, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think that, like, when you spend this much money on the production of a movie and, like, Warner Brothers is kind of taking the risk. I don't know what the deal terms between Mattel and Warner Brothers are on this thing. Like, who's paying for the marketing dollars? Okay, forget about how Mattel benefits off of whatever royalty they get off of gross billings from this movie, Dave. We are one-third into the decade of female empowerment, which I labeled in 2020, if you remember, okay? Yes. So the, the timing of this movie could not be more perfect, okay? Um, think about it. $200 million budget. We're likely to see roughly a $200 million marketing budget. I'm going to say that they are going to get at least half a billion dollars worth of free viral promotion from this movie. So we're looking at roughly a billion dollars of film production, marketing, and promo for the Barbie brand. Do you understand that Mattel as a company spends half a billion a year across all of its product lines, okay? So this is the biggest thing to happen to Barbie ever. And Barbie accounts for about one-third of Mattel's revenue. So it's a really, really big deal if, and this is a big if, if you believe that this movie is going to generate positive hype. If it's a bomb, it's terrible. If it's a huge hit movie, 
this could be an absolute game changer. Well, so I think I it could be. I think it could be a summer blockbuster. I have no doubt. But if you're spending $400 million, you're not going to recoup your money. But is that like how much I, I want to know problem. how much Mattel had to pay to have this movie made? No, it's not. It's not. The, I don't think I, I, I think that's irrelevant. Whatever numbers they get for the movie or had it subsidized, it, it's completely irrelevant here. Look at the big picture. This is a third of the company's revenue, and they're getting a billion dollars, roughly, I estimate, a promo from this. This could send Barbie stratospheric, okay, over the next year. And so I'm going to I'm going to let you guys in on a little bit of info, inside information, okay? So that's my favorite line. <laughs> okay, so not a lot of people, not a lot of people knows our our agenda is to try to figure out if this movie is going to be great or terrible. Now, they had a film, what do they call it? Um, they had a screening, okay? So, so, so the studio had a screening of the Barbie movie in New Jersey for just a few regular people to get feedback like they do. Let me read you the feedback from that screening that was leaked on Reddit, okay? Ready for this? Woo! Okay. Visually, it's iconic. Gosling has never been better, his best performance, and it will be meme to death. Will Ferrell hasn't been this funny in years. Loved it. Going to be a massive movie. Fiercely venomous and volcanically hysterical. There's a big heart at the center. Will win Oscars. Really? The best part. Recontextualized Barbie for a new generation ka-ching okay yes. okay okay that's all great but here's my problem like i think it's great that they're making fun of barbie kind of you know that that's that scene in the trailer where she steps out of her high heel and her foot is still formed like uh it's in a high heel that's hilarious but is that gonna sell dolls do kids today want to buy dolls or is it collectors who's gonna who's gonna go out and say oh you know what i thought that movie was so funny and won so many awards that it makes me want to go out and and buy a toy. Does that 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 doesn't Dave, make me want to buy a toy? Dave, kids, kids aren't going to buy it. Their parents are going to buy it. The parents are going to see this movie in droves. They're going to laugh their tails off. They're going to fall in love with Barbie, okay? And the fact that they were willing to make fun of themselves, okay? Dads are not making these decisions of what toys to buy for their daughters. Moms are. This movie is clearly about female empowerment, okay? Again, recontextualize Barbie for a new generation. Read between the lines, and it's obvious that they are focused on pleasing specifically females, probably the moms. They are going to get psyched. They are going to market and sell this doll to their own daughters and they are the ones that are controlling the purse. So I think there is tremendous upside here, a lot more upside than downside. It's not in the bag, but here's where it really gets interesting. There are two trades, and we don't have to decide on both of them today because trade number one is will this movie and all of the hype going into its July release and all of the what I believe will be exceptionally positive reviews Will that be enough to excite investors about the possibility that this movie will essentially be a tailwind for Barbie sales post-release? I think the answer to that question is a resounding yes. 
The second trade is, will the movie actually make people go out and buy Barbie dolls? We don't have to answer that question today. Because if the movie gets people excited about Barbie into the release, gets investors excited, we'll likely see a pump running into the release of the movie in July. So I bought Mattel stock now, okay? I bought it a few weeks ago. I bought more today. I don't care at this moment whether or not this actually propels Barbie sales. All I care about is the ability to get other investors excited between now and the release date. And I could make my decision about whether I want to hold my long position through the release of the film the day before the film comes out. Okay. So like, we don't have to answer those questions today. Think about it. Yeah, I, I get it. I think that there, yeah, there will be a hype cycle. And I think that we've already kind of seen that over the past week, there was a huge influx of, of people talking about the movie, people making their little, their head in the movie poster. I, I mean, did you do that? I'm sure you did. Um, but I just, I just don't see it actually meaningfully impacting the sale of Barbie products. I could be wrong. And if I am, it, maybe maybe it becomes a trend. Maybe Matchbook or is Matchbox car toys will, will be the next big thing. That, that that that's the other piece of this, Dave. Is that it's not just about this film and Barbie. This is a new strategy for Mattel. We've seen it work before. We know that when movies are great, when movies are great, okay, um, when they're really catch like they really catch america this has an impact on sales of products we've seen it time and yeah. time and time again so sure. they are making a matchbox matchbox movie which is i think maybe their second largest uh revenue line and it matchbox is, it is. Is barbie is by far ahead of of that but it is their uh, second biggest line yeah, so so listen, it, it it does not matter to me whether it actually converts to sales yet right now. Um, I keep but trying to I, bring Jordan in because uh, I want to I want his take on this. But for those of you at home, he seems to be having internet issues. We're trying a different stream. No, so what every time I try to every time you join me to the stream, my camera just freezes. I'm literally doing nothing. I just restarted my computer. I have no idea what's on. Did you reboot your camera? What? Turn on off and on your camera. Yeah. Yeah, I just turned it on. I turned, I rebooted the computer, the whole bit. So who knows? Well, we'll we'll troubleshoot. Uh, we'll, we can good. hear you. Yeah. So maybe we'll just, uh... just go black. Go black. Go black screen. Um, or just have frozen Jordan. I, you know, you'll get little bits of me. That doesn't matter. Yeah, it's fine. We'll, we'll have it. We'll have the AI fix it later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could okay, do so that, Dave. I, I can kind of answer your question right now, though, because. If you look at search, not just for Barbie, because that that would not be accurate because people be searching for the movie. If you, if you look at search trends for Barbie doll, um, Barbie doll search searches have risen over the past few weeks in anticipation of this film. So people yes. are, are ready. And also, we've already seen in the vintage area, uh, collect the collectors, I've already seen uh, some articles citing that a lot of the Barbie dolls that were kind of related to this film are already starting to go up in value uh, and, and have their sales uh, volume uh, going up. So I, I, I think it would be really odd for us not to see some level of increase in consumer uh, interest in Barbie dolls from the movie. I actually think it's likely to be massive. Um, but I don't have to make that decision today. 
Um, and I don't think that's what this trade is about for us. And by the way, we're not financial advisors. We're just sharing our ideas on social arb for a Mattel trade based on what is not just a normal movie, guys. This is insane. It's a $200 million budget. It's one of the hottest female directors of the decade. Massive you, say, you keep saying 200. Everything that I've read in Variety, Hollywood Reporter, they say it was a $100 million production budget. Okay, I, I, I saw differently, but I, I don't know. I can't, I can't say for but sure. But still, $100 million is a very, very high-budget movie. For them to be able to recoup their cost, you have to have a, a banger weekend, opening weekend, and they're only projecting 30 or $40 million opening weekend, which is good, but not blockbuster. So I, I, it's it's hard to it's hard to project opening weekend on a on a film like this because it's just so different. I actually don't think it matters how large the opening weekend is. I think what matters is how prolific of a film this is, right? Because whether or not people spend money to see it in the theater or whether the entire world sees it in, on streaming, right, does not matter to me. They both have the exact same impact on Barbie sales, right? As long as we get everybody to see it, it doesn't matter whether they see it in the theater or not. And the reason they will see it, the reason they will see it is if the movie is reviewed exceptionally well. If it's hilarious, like the like the leaked reviews say it is. I if think it's, it's gonna be hilarious. If it's differentiated, it's not, but Dave, think about this too. I think it's gonna be a it's very different movie. Normally when you see a movie built around a toy, Transformers, it is all about the toy being the hero of the thing. I think they've totally flipped this on its head and they're making Barbie kind of a joke, which I think is kind of the right take in today's society. It's not what they would have done in the sixties, but I think it makes sense now. I just don't know that the movie itself is going to drive this, drive the sales. But what I I'm more interested in is this hype cycle building up to the release. You're listening to the dumb money live podcast. Whether the movie, whether anyone goes and sees the movie or not, the fact that they're going to run so many commercials and run so much online advertising and have viral things like they've already done with the with the uh, poster generator, it, that it, makes it, me it, think it, that we're, we're going to have months of people seeing and hearing about Barbie. Maybe that will drive some additional sales. Dave, this is so differentiated. Have you seen the trailer for this? The two oh, yeah, trailers? it's hilarious. It, it's not only differentiated, but in a time when we are so at odds with each other, everybody seems to be fighting all the time. It, there's like a dark cloud over the world. And I feel like it's been that way since since the, the close of the pandemic, um, culturally, politically. Um, this movie is so plastically like sunny and just like fun. And just it's like it just... It, I feel like it's a type of movie that everybody is yearning for right now. Just a complete escape. This is like the yeah. ultimate escapism movie. And I think the timing could not be more perfect for America. And I think a lot of the world. And I think that's what's going to generate all the buzz. And you look at the actors. You look at the leaked reviews. Going into the release. Could you even imagine how much publicity this is going to get? We're going to be hearing about Barbie everywhere on every show right across tiktok the memes did, did you do you remember that quote that i read to you about ryan gosling's role being mean to death yep. well we're living in a society where the entire world is spending hours a day on tiktok right and they love it and on twitter and they love that stuff they love the clips they love 
this is the this movie I feel like was made to be viral, right? And it's just going to be Barbie, Barbie, Barbie this summer, which is going to be perfectly timed for the holiday season sales. Okay. Also, Mattel, if you're wondering why Mattel's down so much right now at this very moment, um, it's really interesting for those of y'all that haven't read the Mattel earnings reports the last couple quarters, they've had a massive inventory issue. Okay. They produce way, way, way too much inventory, um, including doll inventory and are having to mark down all that inventory. It's taking them multiple quarters to get through that inventory, but they have come out and said, hey, it's about to be fixed. It's about to be normalized, okay? This is well, a- And they also lowered their, their projections for full year 2023, which can only help if they now can beat the lowered expectations, right? Well, I mean, they maintained guidance this last quarter for the year. Uh, they actually were really optimistic. They were just like, we just got to get through this inventory issue. But yeah, you, you, listen, expectations are reasonable, Dave. You're correct now. Um, th this is like the perfect setup. They're, 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 they're moving beyond the inventory issues, right? Their inventory is now right size. I think this move, listen, everything that I'm seeing, it's, it's a third of their company's revenue. Also... Matchbox is still hot, 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 like super hot. So their second biggest revenue line is super hot. Also, they were able to recently get the Disney license back for dolls. And if you were to go on Amazon right now and look up best sellers dolls, okay, and go to Amazon, the number one doll is, I don't know if it's Cinderella, whatever it is, off that other movie that's coming out, but it's the number one doll, but it's made by Mattel, okay? And then all the other dolls mostly are all Barbie. So they just have this locked up. They really do. Not financial advice. It's what I think. Um, I'm in Mattel. I will be in Mattel most likely <clears throat> right up until the, I think it's July 21st is the release. July uh, so I will likely stick with this into the release and make my decision. The week. We'll probably have a... a, 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 a a follow-up show maybe that week to discuss whether or not we think it's worthwhile to hold that long position through the release window that weekend, which is, oh, oh by the way, there are some risks here, guys. I, I didn't mention this. The risk factor, I think the biggest risk factor coming off the Bud Light madness that happened, right, mm -hmm. is that um, Hari Neff is a trans model uh, who is in this movie. She has a role in this movie, which makes me believe that there could be some trans political messaging in the film. Now, I did see... But as long as Kid Rock was not the target audience for buying a Barbie yeah. doll, I think it might yeah. be okay. Yeah. 8-Bit Jordan has uh, somehow plugged in his internet box. and 24-bit now, baby. Full crystal bit. clear. I, think uh, I've got I want your take, Chris. Jordan, because... As the audience often says, Jordan is the uh, has the best plays. So yeah, think, what do you so think? I think Chris definitely just hit where I was going to go on the head in that, you know, I mean, look, so the last movie that uh, Greta Gerwig made um, was Lady Bird. And um, I think just knowing kind of what she does, I think there's a possibility in here that you get, you know, some social commentary and things like that, that, you know, who knows how the public is going to 
react to. I don't know what it's going to be, um, but I've been watching a bunch of trailers and just trying to figure out where is this movie going to go. And I think it's going to try to like collide this like fake plastic world with the real world in some way and try to make Barbie relevant in some sense again. And so depending on how they do that, um, it could go well or it could go really poorly. And so I'm I'm, I'm kind of in the same camp as Chris is. It so maybe it's a buy the heard thing. The reviews say that it's political, yeah, but not heavy-handed. Right. So, I mean, I, I I can't make a decision off of that comment. Right. But you're you're right. I mean, there is some risk there, which is why I have to figure out if I want to like roll the dice through the release. I mean, look at this. Yeah. I mean, this is like, but also Jordan, I think when we well, say- we gotta realize what you're saying is like the fake plastic, that's that's a portion of the movie. But then there's the other portion where they like leave Barbie land and then they go and that's where they meet with like Will Ferrell and that whole bit. And so that's a portion that they don't really show any, they don't really show too much of. And so how does she actually interface with real life? You know, what's gonna, you know, what what is that transition? You know, what does that look like? And I think that uh, I think that's where it could upset some people. So, okay, so so here's the thing, Jordan. Even though it's it, we know there's going to be political uh, undertones in the film. Yeah. From what I understand, it's mostly about female, like it's female political issues, right? Yeah. So I, I think if they stay in that lane, mm -hmm. okay, you know, as guys, we're not allowed to complain about that. All right. So 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 we're anyway, not the target no. audience for the movie anyways. What I think I yeah think no I think we might be the target audience for the movie. I, I think we actually are. I think it's it's no. it's boomers <laughs> it's, and Gen Xers and millennials moms. who have already been past the whole yeah. Barbie being an actual thing that they played with. I think it's it's targeted to an older demographic no, than the I think actual no, I think it's kids are going to buy themselves. With, uh, with daughters. And so if you're a millennial mom, if you're like somewhere in your 30s and you've got daughters that are, you know, toddlers to, you know, maybe seven, eight, nine years old, that that's kind of the, the target demo, I think. Um, oh, oh. Do your daughters have uh, Barbies? So that's, I actually walked through the upstairs um, today and just kind of surveyed all the, all the stuff that they've got. And there's not a single Barbie thing in... Um, our girls' rooms—they've got like some knockoff American dolls from Target or whatever, and they've you know they dress those things up, but uh, but no but no Barbie. And Chris, was your daughter ever a Barbie fan? So um, she has a thing where every year for Christmas she receives like there's some kind of Barbie that comes out every year or something. I don't understand it for and she's collecting one a year. She's not like a huge Barbie fan but there's like a tradition that she gets it every year and it's like more of a collectible I, I don't know it's after you I, and I your just, pokemon cards no i mean she's not I, I i don't think she thinks of it like that it's more of like a tradition type of thing um but listen i i think there's a real we're we're, we're having a nostalgia moment generally the last few years okay so nostalgia is big 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 People are so freaked out by technology right now, by AI, by everything else. Like there is a huge, huge push back towards some of these things. And I just think the timing is perfect. We all well, the know nostalgia that kick in this thing is for real because I was watching, you know, I don't know anything about these, but I was watching some people go over all the things that they noticed in the trailer. And basically they're incorporating, you know, all sorts of different styles, different types of Barbies, from the from all the different ages, all the different you know Barbie dream houses and playhouses and all these things like those are, you know they're depicted off of the real ones that were in the eighties or the seventies or the sixties. And they're even uh, Michael Sarah's character. If you mm -hmm. catch him in the trailer, yeah, he is he is uh, dressed up as one of Ken's friends. Uh, 
named Alan who Alan. um yeah who can wear all of Ken's clothing. And he's wearing <laughs> the exact same outfit that like the box from the 60s what he was wearing in that on that box. So here's what's so interesting like the, this movie has actually had a tremendous amount of hype for like 9 months now, like 9 10 months. And when I first started researching it, I didn't quite under I was like how does a, this movie have that much hype? The more I got into it, it was like my eyes were open. I was like, okay, this is actually wildly cool. And like the, the, the dynamic of all the things coming together. Yeah. First of all, I, I sent you guys an article uh, from one of the actors who read the screenplay who basically said that the screenplay like completely blew his mind, one of the best screenplays ever, right? He actually also had another comment when he just screened the movie this week and the movie itself blew his mind. Like every every little piece every every little piece of evidence we have as to can this really be an insanely wildly good movie in every regard is pointing to yes 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 yeah. right so as investors we're basically like investigators trying to figure figure this stuff out in advance because once the week of the movie of the release you're going to see all those reviewers start talking about it the review window is going to come out and then it's too late, right? Yeah. So we have to try to figure this stuff out in advance. But there's another. And it's not, but it's not just um, Mattel that's going to benefit from this. Did you like Mattel and Hasbro have partnered up on several different movie deals? They're kind of exchanging their characters. Where uh, Mattel is giving Barbie to Hasbro for um, a Barbie edition Monopoly game, and Hasbro, which has Transformers, is giving uh, Mattel something for some other product. And so, so they're they're going to be making toys for each other's IP. Here's the thing: it's I want to know do does, do people still make rollerblades? Like, who owns that? And are they going to make a comeback? Are rollerblades going to make a comeback because Ryan got and they need to make the yellow, the bright, they ugly make those yellow rollerblades, just like Ryan Gosling has. Uh, yeah, pro Jordan maybe, but we've already been through this trade. And remember TikTok, uh, yeah, TikTok rollerblading that trend. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, so I, my mind is not there, but there is another narrative going on here that's super interesting. I don't know if you guys have have seen this or not, but for I don't know, I don't think it was on purpose. But Oppenheimer, the movie about the atomic bomb, which is another huge movie this year, comes out the is same day, coming out on the same day, and there has been this like social media viral war of Oppenheimer versus Barbie. It might end up being one of these things where the entire world actually goes to the theater because it's like become this cultural thing that that are you going to Oppenheimer or you, they're so different or are you going to Barbie like what type of person are you like and or then there's going to be double matinee I think you do double matinee you might do double <laughs> like maybe there's going to be fights between couples like <laughs> I want to go see Oppenheimer she wants to see Barbie but I think there's just a lot going on here that's super interesting culturally re revolving around the release of this summer movie and we need this this summer we need this type of a film set escapism. Honestly, before the election year kicks in next year, we all just need oh, a we break. Need, yeah, we need a, we need a break. <laughs> yeah. So I've I've seen a couple of people mention that perhaps the success of this movie isn't going to translate into sales, but I'll tell you what it does do. You get major actors like this, and it brings this attention to the Barbie brand that yes. hasn't been there in decades, right? Yes. And so it has to lead to an increase in sales. Well, Jordan, hold on, Jordan. So just so you know, 
Barbie sales went through the roof during the pandemic. Like it, it, it went insane. So actually yeah. they saw the spike of all spikes and they're kind of coming down off of that. But what's yeah. really interesting, Jordan, is that they actually have this like new base of momentum from the pandemic and girls getting into dolls again. Like the dolls have been hot, like really hot during the pandemic. Now they overproduced when the pandemic stopped. Now they're kind of coming off of that. But the Barbie might be kind of the gasoline to already, you know, reignite what was already a hot doll market yeah. uh, during the pandemic. So who knows? But like we said, search traffic is up already, guys. The last sure. month, abnormal search traffic for Barbie doll. Barbie doll is already up. So, and we are still way in front of the movie release. Like the bulk, like basically nothing has started yet. None of the, the big media has started yet for this. So I don't know how it doesn't benefit them when the entire world is Barbie, 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 Barbie. I mean, come on guys. We're looking at somewhere between half a billion and a billion dollars of exposure globally for the Barbie brand. You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. I'm seeing a giant uptick in Barbie, the term. Uh, but if you get rid of uh, that and only have Barbie doll, get, watch, this, does, see, this doesn't Dave. really look like that's five yes, years. US. Boom, Dave, no, boom, right there, dude. Look at that. That's a huge lift at the end. No, no, look at that. We do not get that lift in, in, in March and April. And early yeah, May. Yeah, December, Christmas. That is a massive, yeah. massive search lift. Yeah. yeah. Massive. So, um, yeah, guys, we're seeing it already. And that's that's what makes me optimistic is that we're seeing it so early. Um, I don't know. I like it. I like it. I'm in, guys. I, I'm in with a combination of uh, equity and call options my biggest concern probably is the stock market in general right yeah. like we still have this volatile period we can get we can get crushed because of the debt ceiling issues we can get crushed because of the theoretically deep recession that could be coming in the second half of this year all the signs are there um, there are the things. worst types of brands to be in with a discretionary toy company. Um, so yes and no, Jordan. I would say kind of yes, but then also, Jordan, if you look at the price point of Mattel, the the Barbie dolls are so reasonable. They're like, look at Amazon. They're just so reasonably oh, are they? I priced. Even, I don't even know what they cost. They're so reasonably priced, and then also. Jordan, uh, the like Matchbox is literally might be the cheapest toy on earth. It's kind of it's almost it's almost insane how cheap Matchbox is still in 2023. They're still selling Matchbox. It feels like for 1970s prices, and they're they're crushing it with Matchbox. But also, parents will spend money on toys for their kids. There's no stopping that. They will cut in other places to buy toys for their kids. Okay, so I actually think I, th I think they're relatively safe, but investor perception of a recession it could crush the stock. You get a Barbie yeah. doll for like sixteen bucks on Amazon. Yep. Well, think about how cheap they're making those now, Jordan. Yeah. Ch welcome to, to China, man. China. I mean, how much does it take to make a plastic Barbie? You, you know what? A Barbie if you were to ask like? me how much is a Barbie, I would have said thirty-nine bucks. 
Okay, so so let me ask you a question, Jordan. Think about what a Barbie doll actually is. A Barbie doll is actually the cheapest piece of molded plastic. It sure. probably costs fifty cents. Yeah, and I mean, then they, the clothes, well, they invented this thing in the sixties. So like, yeah, you know, the the clothes that they make for these Barbie dolls are probably another quarter worth worth of like yeah. I don't even know vinyl like it's like nylon so, and vinyl. Sure, yeah. it's the amount of product is so small. I mean, it's so got to be so cheap to make. Yeah. So yeah, the box they put it in is probably worth they're as they're much as the Barbie it. doll. Yeah, Dave, you're you're probably right. And for collectors, I'm sure I'm right. <laughs> Don't open your boxes. <laughs> All right. Oh, this, man, this, this, this. The one thing I see with the stock price being as down mm -hmm. as it is, that to me is kind of a positive just because the rest of the market has kind of recovered. And if we get a hype cycle boost for this stock but dave i think what's even more important than the stock being down is why the stock is down the stock is down because of this ridiculous inventory issue they've had people are so short-term minded it's temporary yeah. they're working through it right like we know why they got crushed we know the mistakes that were made it's a multi-quarter pro problem and then you know, listen wall street is short-term minded they see a problem that's going to last for a few quarters they're selling off the stock it makes sense right yep. we're at the tail end of that problem it's about to be done right at around the same time that the barbie hype is 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 going in so i like i like the risk reward i really do i like it i'm gonna get in but not heavy this is just a this is a this is a play thing for me much like some people play with barbie dolls i play with the stock market yeah um it, it, it how about you jordan want, are you gonna do anything with this one you'll probably do it i'm not in it yet but i'll, I'll probably i'll probably okay so jordan let me just say something if you're going to get in this trade i think that the best part of this trade is being in it minus the debt all the debt volatility with the market in general that is yeah. a real risk i think the the best part of this trade is being in it from now till like a few weeks before the movie comes out when all when everyone else has been getting in it like because i don't want to like start getting in this stock 10 15 higher when the hype cycle starts i want to get in it before everyone else starts talking about it and people are like trying to you know articles are coming out about how much it's going to impact you know barbie sales from mattel when they start talking about it you know going into the next earnings i like I feel like it's all about yeah. It's not as it's not as interesting here because we have a little bit of time and the stock is down and out. But that's that's when I make my moves. Okay, and no one else beat their Q1 earnings that caused their stock to go up. That uh, you know Mattel went up a little with it. But uh, if Mattel comes out with some massive good earnings news, even even just. I mean, I don't think we'll see any reflection yet on Barbie sales from the trailer that only released last week. I think that's a Q2 story, but I think that we could see some some interesting things in their Q2 earnings call. I And I'm sure they'll be talking all about Barbie. Yes. Um, also, totally random. Peter, uh, I've kind of been transitioning a little bit out of Novo and more into Lily because I like... I the, Have you guys seen the Manjuro... Uh, data of like 27% loss of body weight for Eli, Eli Lilly, man. It's just like, I feel like there's going to be so much hype going into the end of this year when Monjuro starts being utilized more for weight loss as opposed to diabetes. Same thing happened to Novo. Plus, it is a more sophisticated uh, formulation uh, and it does work a lot better 
than Novo. Now, now listen, I think Novo is going to sell everything they can. They're going to sell all the Ozempic that they can manufacture, so it won't harm them. I just right now I like Lily more than Novo. Um, and so I just wanted to get to that because I know we've talked about these two stocks so much no. the last you know six months. I'm still just in Novo, have not pulled the trigger on any Lily to kind of rebalance, but I'm considering it. Um, also, someone's asked me, Chris, what options strike and data are you in? I no longer discuss those things because I felt like I was being manipulated by people um, when I used to reveal the exact options I was in, and I no longer like doing that. Uh, there are a lot of hedge fund guys that watch this show. Some of them are friends of mine. Um, I, there, there are institutional guys that watch this. There are whales that watch this show, and I just don't like them knowing the exact trade that I'm in. But I will say this, uh, as I'm aging, uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't do the stuff I did when I was a kid. I don't generally get a lot of out-of-the-money options. So most of the stuff I get is conservative. It's in the money. Uh, probably the riskiest stuff I do these days is at the money. Uh, just take that as a general theme. But I do have a mix of equity and options. And I think it's really risky having options right now because of the volatility of this market. Because, listen, we could be completely right about Barbie and Mattel. We could nail that piece of the mm -hmm. trade. And if the market gets crushed over the next four or five weeks, it really doesn't matter at that point. Because everything's coming down. And as Jordan mentioned, yeah, I mean, like, Mattel's probably coming down with it. Yeah. All right. That seems like a good place to uh, wrap it up. Yeah. So we just – I want to just uh, tease – I won't mention what it is, but we're working on some other really good stuff. Uh, we have some other, ep maybe another, ep I hope another episode this week, if you guys can do it. So definitely subscribe and hit the notification bell on YouTube because we're kind of setting up some of these episodes last minute these days and you won't be notified. And some of this stuff can be timely. Yeah. Uh, well, so that's the best, that's the best way. So do, do subscribe, hit the bell, hit the like button. Uh, do all those things. You can also listen to a complete recap. If you if you commute and want to listen to us in the car, we have a podcast that is this exact show, but in podcast format. And if you're listening to the podcast right now, thank you for, for listening. All right. Barbie and it. Mattel, you heard it here first. If the trade sucks, you can blame me. Don't copy our <laughs> trades. Do your own research. This is our trade. But yes, it... This is one that I'm real kind of excited about. It's not as excited as I am about a company like InMode, which is our last show or the show before that. But I'm kind of excited about this one, guys. All right. Well, we'll see how it does before before the movie comes out in July. All right. We'll see you.